0: Welcome to a special edition on the IB Sports Podcast Network, where we are going to cover the latest Marvel movie, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I am your host, Keith Fleming. With me, the man, Justin Purikow. Did I get it right or did I butcher it, Justin? Nailed it. Perfect. The guys that have heard me on this podcast network, they know I'm a redneck um you know i i struggle with pronunciating everything uh so i I, I feel so much better all the pressure now is off of me for the rest of the podcast uh we're Mm going to talk the new marvel movie real quickly before we get into that i just want to remind everyone about the ib sports uh, facebook page instagram twitter if you are not a member of the group or following the ib sports page on twitter instagram please go do that and this is obviously coming to you Taped uh, at that point, not live, on the IB Sports Podcast Network, home of uh, many great podcasts like you got a Minute Fam with uh, Alan and RC, where it is a very interesting take on the week's uh, latest sports stories. uh We also got, I believe, Alan's got the MLB podcast back up. Him and Joe mats are still doing some football, including they did a great draft review that was up a couple of weeks ago. So be sure to subscribe that. Uh, that's on I, uh, Apple. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, all the places that you can get podcasts. But uh, we are not going to do a recap. Um, people that have been listening to this network know that I've, I've done plenty of these TV and movies. We're assuming you've seen it, so we're not going to go through uh, any kind of plot. Uh, I didn't want to micro machine my way through some kind of summary. To try to keep it brief. Uh, but obviously, this is spoiler warnings. If you have not seen it for some reason, and I don't know why you'd be listening to a uh, a recap or a review of a movie. Uh, without seeing it but obviously there are spoilers about to coming uh literally immediately uh and let's just start off right now with just kind of like your overall thoughts and grade on it where, where would you kind of rank this
1: in the you know kind of marvel movies so i thought that uh, doctor strange is it Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, or Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? I, I just think sort it, of like gloss I think over It the is
0: and the multiverse of, of madness.
1: No, and you're right. Multiverse. I'm sorry,
0: it is in the multiverse of madness.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I mean it's a it's a small thing, but like I English majors would definitely agree with, like with the that. Right? Movies. <laughs> um, so this definitely felt like an event movie. Um, it, like it was definitely in the vein of No Way Home. It was definitely in the vein it not quite in the, in the vein of Endgame, but um, kind of like a sort of a Diet Infinity War. Um, Like it, like it's, it's an ensemble piece. Uh, It's, it definitely feels like you should see this at the theater. It's the Mm -hmm. same thing I felt with No Way Home. I I feel like if the first time you watch No Way Home is like, you know, on your big screen at home, it's not going to hit nearly as well. um, Because this feels like it's meant to be some sort of communal event where you know there are certain beats certain moments in this movie where you want to be in a crowd that has seen this for the first time so um and these not every movie can be like this and i think that might be where marvel is having some trouble is trying to recapture that Endgame high you're probably not going to do it for another 10 years because it took 10 years to get to that point in the first place um but overall i thought the I was very glad I saw it. I was very glad I saw it in the theater. Um, it was entertaining. It was it was different from other Marvel movies, while still having some of the same Marvelness of the other movies, both good and bad. Um, and uh, yeah, I I initially gave it a nine out of ten, but that was just more the afterglow immediately after coming out of the theater. <laughs> but then thinking about it for a little bit, and then realizing that you know there's some poles here and certain things weren't quite you know obvious or explained well or you know there's a lot of quote-unquote homework involved if you wanted to get the whole story um kind of revised it down to an 8 out of 10 and that's kind of where I feel comfortable with it
0: yeah I it was definitely different and I I think it's fair to say right this was Marvel's attempt at horror
1: yeah yeah I mean for oh for sure I mean this is by far the scariest MCU movie I mean there isn't really a competition for it
0: um we can get this and you know we get the things we didn't like i i kind of wish this would have been the empire strikes back of marvel movies where maybe you didn't get the you know the typical kind of happy or you know good prevail uh but for for that reason i i loved it i mean i really thought that th- there were some scenes in this and again we'll get into that more when we get into some of our favorite ones that were just blew me away like i think for the first time and I guess since like in game, I was just like, holy shit! Because Spider Man, there was plenty of those moments, but so many. Of them, and I don't want to call it a cheat, but when you have three different Spider Mans from you know three different timelines, it is kind of a cheat, right? And all these different characters because it is it's it's mind blowing, but it's not really by what is on the screen. It's just the fact that you have all these you know different versions of characters uh, in the same film. But I I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, unfortunately, like with most Marvel movies, I wish it was. 20 30 minutes, maybe even uh, less. It's just, I, and I don't even know where you cut it exactly. I'm not an editor, but I, I just, I, I, it's like it's a staple now Marvel movies to be two hours and 20 minutes. And it's, you know, it's one thing when it's an end game or uh, you know, Infinity War, even Civil War, which is another really long movie that I think is very justified in its runtime. To me, it's actually the shorter Marvel movies uh, that come up over and over again. I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was just under two hours. Uh, they don't yeah. all have to be that two hour, 20 to two and a half hour time limit.
1: Well, and that's a good point. I, I think you have two, two types of Marvel movies. You've, well, probably more than that, but two main types. One is the sort of like the solo origin movie where we have to sit, like do a whole lot of world building and get to know these characters and a lot of character development and uh but you but you're not going to spend three hours two and a half hours doing that you're going to like this is why you should like this character this is why you should not like this character these are the stakes this is why you should be invested and you're going to get leaner movies with, with like you know those solo movies because it's it's a lot more direct it's a lot more clear-cut who's anchoring this movie who's, like, what's the important stuff, you know, and then you have these ensemble movies, and despite this being called Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange 2 or whatever, it really feels more like, okay, this is post-Avengers because there were a lot of characters in here, not really much of a team, not, not a coordinated one anyway, but there's a lot of characters, and Stephen Strange is the anchor, and that's where you sort of run into some issues because, um and I knew we were going to talk about this maybe a little bit later. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah. It's like this movie really tries to do, tries to make Stephen Strange into Tony Stark, not in terms of the engineering guy, but in terms of like, you know, the the uh, witty, uh, experienced, mature guy who's sort of like the leader. And the weird thing is, with Tony you saw it from the beginning where he was definitely not a leader he was definitely not like the most heroic person and he grew into the role whereas with Stephen Strange i mean you got like sort of a almost a repeat of that in Doctor Strange 1 where he was basically Tony Stark but a doctor and um he didn't really change from where he ended at, at <laughs> Doctor Strange 1 he's kind of the same guy Tony Stark changed movie after movie like he made incremental changes Doctor Strange is still pretty much the you know i'm i'm capable at what i do and i know more than you guys you know all you muggles or whatever like like you know trust me i mean that was kind of one of the points of the movie was that he always thinks he's right yep and he's like he's right. Failed, he didn't right? actually grow
0: they made it very apparent apparent to that in the movie that the reason his relationship has failed and has in many different variations in many different universes is he just it's always going to be his call you know like he feels like ultimately he's always going to make the decision he's always going to be the one holding the knife i think is what they end up uh saying over yeah. and over he, again he can't
1: he can't trust others yeah yeah and and uh that's that's a nice character flaw to have in the beginning because that because that can always you know be used to build toward a good story arc and you know it can be a little bit predictable, but you know you can make it not that predictable in in the hands of a good enough writer and actors. But uh, this one, it just sort of felt like this is plug and play Strange. It's like take the Strange from the end of Doctor Doctor Strange One, and he's the same guy that he was in Infinity War, the same guy he was in End Game, the same guy he was in No Way Home, the same guy that he is in Multiverse of Madness, and so he's super consistent, which is great. But then you realize he's kind of boring. Is, is him, that the right decision the then?
0: Do you think it's the right? Because it looks like he is going to be the leader, or at least it, it, one of the leaders of the, the new Avengers, the next phase. Do you think that that's a good decision? It sounds like you're a little worried about that. I mean, I think
1: that. So the MCU is trying to do something truly unprecedented um, despite itself. And that's uh, it's trying to tell its stories in real time. Because, you know, if you're a fan of comic book captain america steven like steve rogers or you know iron man tony stark i mean what does the mcu hold for you anymore your character is gone he's not getting recasted he's not getting younger they're not going to cast i i can't even guess who they would if they were to recast who they would go with people would
0: freak out whoever they you know what i mean with the two icons and the way they
1: they they played those characters i i guess i mean doing it it's it's kind of it's kind of the christopher reeve problem it's like when you have a guy who like for all intents and purposes, perfectly captures the character. One, you're not going to want, there's going to be a backlash against anybody who follows in his footsteps playing that role. And two, you're not likely to catch lightning in a bottle again. Yep. I mean, so, so, and so what, what Marvel is doing, since they're not going to just, you know, digitally use their images and likenesses, you know, forever, like at, at that age, they're going to like, you know, here here's a new captain America, you know, Sam Wilson, which, unlike most people, I actually enjoyed Falcon in the Winter Soldier, even though it had a whole lot of flaws. And yes, the speech was corny at the end, but I mean the heart was in the right place. But but the all suit I like did, that they're pivoting with him,
0: right? Like it's not captain, he's just the new person to hold the shield. And I thought they did a good job of, you know, he's not actually Steve Rogers. He's no. just, you know, the next person that has the morals and, you know, everything that Captain America stood for. Right. The bigger issue is, to me, just the star power. I mean, Chris Evans yeah. and Robert Downey Jr., not only are stars, but, I mean, I can't think All of anybody starred, else being those two guys and yeah, I mean, Marvel working the way it did. Like, that, they're, the, in my opinion, the two biggest reasons Marvel was oh, such yeah. a success, because Iron Man and Captain America were the first huge hits. And they
1: anchored really, you know, the first, what, three phases of it. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's it. And, and this is sort of the challenge that Marvel has. It's like in the comic books, Captain Captain Marvel and Iron Man, they're always Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, you know, with the exception of whatever storyline temporarily right. takes them out of commission, then brings them back in like a year later or whatever. But here they're turning every every hero into a legacy hero where, okay, now this person is going to become the new you know fill in the blank and that doesn't really work they're not all the the difficulty
0: is definitely high
1: for sure yeah but if anyone can do it it would be you know um what's his name uh yeah you have to
0: trust the process right like i mean mean, at this point credit they've done enough to where it's uh, i tell people you have to give let's get into some of the things we liked about this movie for me number one with like exclamation points is wanda Elizabeth Olsen was incredible she is not to mention drop dead gorgeous
1: oh yeah Uh, but
0: she's a really good actress and I thought just like in WandaVision the range that she showed especially for these Marvel films which again I'm not trying to knock uh Marvel films but you know a lot of times some of the more emotional scenes and stuff like if if the actual you know the dialogue and the way it's shot is not great the actors are not you know, carrying the scene. I felt like she carried
1: so much of this movie. Oh, she's a clear cut MVP of this entire movie, for sure. Like, I mean, that's why I, I thought it was kind of ironic that it was called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse right. of Madness. I mean, really, it should have be been called Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse yeah. of Madness because she's what everything pivots on, not him. Um, and she was she was magnetic. And what I really loved about this movie, and I really hope they don't undo this, was that we finally got a truly terrifying truly in my opinion irredeemable female supervillain? we have not had that before i know dark phoenix exists and i don't count Daenerys targaryen from game of thrones <laughs> uh because um
0: let's not get into that really feels that,
1: that was the last uh, season <laughs> yeah but yeah but uh, but this one i thought it was i thought it was earned um but this also ties back to why I kind of dropped the, dropped a grade on the movie was because um, if you had not seen WandaVision, there is no way you think this is earned because the last time you saw her was an Endgame when she was a flat out hero. And suddenly she is the villain and she is murdering people and she wants to kill a child. And she, you know, she's like all kinds of horrible. And if you haven't seen WandaVision and you haven't seen how, how that ended, uh, and you don't realize that she's been corrupted by that dark old book for like two years by herself. Right. Then you have no idea where this heel turn came from.
0: Well, and what she's been through, the trauma, and I, you know, it's something that I always talk about in wrestling is the best heels or bad guys are the ones that have something that you can go, okay, I can at least understand where they're coming from. And Marvel has been the exact same way. I'm talking about Loki, Thanos, Killmonger. And Wanda, you know, that they have these backstories where you understand it's usually through loss, uh, yes. you know, what are, you know, insecurities and, and sometimes in the case of people like Loki, but we understand what that's about as humans, you know, you just, you lose your way. And for Wanda, I thought it was really powerful that, I mean, this was all for her kids. And if you'd have seen that, you know, watch Wanda do your point, the TV show WandaVision, I mean, that was gut wrenching when she had yeah. to say goodbye to her kids. It really was. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that she's going to do anything in her power. Uh, And I I loved even in the beginning of the film how she kept telling Doctor Strange and everybody, this is me trying to be political or nice about it. I'm trying to do it as clean as possible because once I come in, like, it's going to be out of hand. One other real quick thing before we move on from Wanda. Is she now, without a doubt, the most powerful being we've seen in marvel so far because i think you have to say yes she, she was yeah, gonna take I, Thanos no, well, yeah. down in the battle uh you know an end game uh or maybe it's infinity War. i forget but she gets you know uh basically kind of teamed up when he starts raining fire down uh obviously she beats the crap out of a version of captain marvel in this i yep. mean just most of people i think you'd have to say at this point yeah. she is the most powerful at least a scarlet
1: witch version of her right but there's there's a flip side to that and that's there's like a threshold where if a character becomes too powerful, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to give up all that power so they can still be a player with like, like in the shared universe, or they're going to die. And um, that's, so uh, I don't, I definitely know we have not seen the last of Elizabeth Olsen in the MCU because she signed off for like seven more projects or whatever, but I don't know if we're going to see the 616 Scarlet Witch again, because I do think there is no coming back from what she did. And outside of sacrificing herself, and then if you come back after sacrificing yourself, it's, well, then you well, still did you really sacrifice.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, you haven't, undone, you haven't undone the damage that you did. And before we get off her, I also want to point out, if you had watched WandaVision, the seeds of this were actually planted there because she was actively torturing those town people mentally for months and months and she was told she was shown she was doing this and it didn't matter because she like their pain was necessary for her to deal with her pain which is one of the most selfish and therefore villainous like you know motivations you can have and then when she finally lets go of her kids and you know it's a very you know i wouldn't call it heroic but it is a very i guess cathartic moment right once it ends like there was that really weird conversation she had with um uh monica rambeau who is not captain marvel she's uh, photon or pulsar yeah, or photon. like she has like another name I, yeah. I forgot what it's called but she was like these townspeople people will never know what you did for them and i was just like for them you mean yeah, to them, right because <laughs> exactly. it was definitely what you did to them and you're right they're not going to forget because you scarred all of them for life including children and you just like you know fucked off and like flew away like no consequences and with with this evil spell book that corrupted you for another two years. So to me, it's like if you saw all that and re- and realized it had been two years, which I didn't realize when I watched the movie because Marvel doesn't really put times on like you know when things are happening. Right. But you know when you uh, try to line it up, and stuff, you <laughs> sort of figure out. Oh wait a minute! So this happened then. This happened then. So it's been two years. Nobody checked up on her, and she just got more and more convinced that she was right. And you know ends justify the means. So she did become a villain she, I, and i believe that she died a villain to you know try to you know destroy the dark hold across the multiverse that probably would kill her because that that book is not like a joke it's, right. it's supposed to be super what it
0: does to everybody right who just basically so, reads it and starts practicing it so
1: but i do think we will see elizabeth Olsen again but it, it'll probably be the 838 version or some other multiverse version who's innocent and can actually hang out with these other characters without being guilty of anything so That's that's just my guess. No,
0: I think that makes sense. Uh, We both talked about that it's, you know, darker and scarier than any other Mm -hmm. Marvel. I think we both can agree that that was something good. Let's get into, like, the cameos and new characters. Sure. America Chavez, uh, fascinated by her power. Uh, I I also like the fact that she, I always love it when they don't know how to use it. It's something we see a lot more in, like, X-Men stuff Mm -hmm. than we typically do in Marvel movies. But, I mean, it would make sense that you just have this
1: power and all of a sudden you're like, how the hell do I, you know like control well, even especially if like the first time you used it you uh so you end up in another the way of- your parents are <laughs> some some yeah. other dimension
0: yeah uh that, that would be definitely a uh, bad uh, trial run but yeah. uh i thought she was okay I, I wish she wouldn't have been running so much i was a little disappointed that nobody uh and again i know it's a movie but like dr strange them if she had this power you really think that's all she can do? Like, that's it? Is she's just gonna, you know, like they, they kind of figured out that she could actually have some offense uh and can control it. And they didn't really try to talk her into that to near the end of the film, which that was kind of my one nitpick. But I thought she was um, an, an interesting addition. And I think she's obviously gonna be a big part as we're gonna continue to get into this multiverse stuff because obviously she can come and go. She, she pleases and it seems to right. like take other people with her as well.
1: Yeah, and also I think, she is a so i'm not super familiar with the character in the comics but i do know that the, i believe she is part of the young avengers which i think the mcu is building toward um which is gonna be a, TV show, a right? tv show right yeah i think I it's
0: know. gonna be a show
1: yeah and that's kind of another thing that we can maybe circle back to is like this whole tv versus movie mm-hmm. and the growing list of projects and just how much it takes to keep up with all right. this and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing or just the way of the future or whatever. But, um, but yeah, uh, so America Chavez, uh, I thought, I thought the actress uh, did a really good job. She definitely could stand, she definitely could share the screen with both uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, it was with Olsen and that's not something that just anybody can do. So, I mean, so props to her for that. Um, uh, I got to admit, I absolutely love Wong wong oh is, yeah wong Underrated is becoming progressively cooler movies. each time i see him absolutely it's like he should be the social supreme because he's the one who will actually do his job and not go off on adventures as soon at the drop of a hat like um if you're familiar with batman um you know how like bruce wayne is the ceo of wayne right. enterprise yeah right he doesn't run shit lucius fox runs yeah. shit i mean and wong is kind of like a way cooler lucius fox who can actually you know fight and do do other stuff but has more of the big picture in mind and like will you know train the sorcerers and all that stuff that strange is supposed to do but we never see him actually do so
0: yeah can we give Wong though some like badass stuff you know strange has got the cape and all this other stuff he needs a better
1: costume right Right? like is this sorcerer
0: supreme give him something
1: he looks kind of like a jedi without his cloak which is kind of like saying he's wearing pants and boots so um yeah, on considering Disney owns all them just
0: give him a lightsaber right we'll give him a lightsaber for the next movie uh, I mean
1: any, something he needs yeah he definitely needs like his own sort of look he should he, he should look more impressive than Doctor Strange kind of like how Odin looks more impressive than, than Thor absolutely even though they, Thor is the guy that has the adventures Odin is the one who is you also know, you, know, is, like, the you God, know actually right? running yeah. the show. He's the man. Uh,
0: the the cameos a big thing is obviously Illuminati, uh, which I um, will we'll just go and get into it now. My favorite scene in the entire movie was Wanda just I mean mowing these dudes down, covered in I, I know it wasn't blood; it was actually like oil and stuff from. Uh, oh yeah, no, the I that her,
1: uh, yeah that like the cameos. Well, the cameos were cool, but it's kind of a double edged sword. One. I've, like, in this day and age, it is impossible to be into this stuff and not get a little bit spoiled. Did you uh, know, though,
0: about John Krasinski? Because I had heard that, but uh, it was... I didn't know about it, but, like, somebody mentioned like, oh, it,
1: like, like, on Facebook, like, on, like, one of my Facebook feeds. And I was just like, I hope they're joking. And then when it came on, I was just like, I wish I hadn't seen that post. Um, but, you know, like, that's just uh, either get off social media for, like, you know, two weeks, which I'm incapable of doing um or you know just uh take everything with a grain of salt uh i thought john krasinski he's he's a good choice i guess i want to say he's a safe choice for reed richards like he's like to both. say though he's not going to be reed richards now don't you? No, think? When they yeah, do I don't yeah Four. like that was the other thing about this ca- like these cameos it's like uh you gave us you know patrick stewart as as charles xavier which I absolutely love, but you blew it in the trailer. Like, yep. why would you like? You know, I don't know. I like, I kind of felt like they should have held him back until you actually saw the movie. But I, I don't care. I, like, it was great to see him. I hope um, we see more
0: of Captain Peggy too, because I was really excited to see her and what a death she got. You know, getting literally chopped in half yeah. by the shield. Uh, but I, you know, I was hoping. I hope we're going to get more of her because when they did the whole "What if" and you know, we yeah, I mean, she's from season tame. two, I heard
1: but i don't know but and and i hear that there's some there's some talk of live action um so i mean yeah i am sure we're, we're going to see more of captain carter um uh maria rambo uh, Monica's mother as captain marvel which I pretty mean, much
0: ends any again of you know there was talk of you know captain marvel obviously being the original and then she was going to take over as captain marvel as happens in the comics but again to me that kind of looks at this was a way of saying that's not going to happen now
1: yeah, this was sort of like having your cake and eating it, exactly. too. It's like, look, you wanted this. Here it is. But here's this other thing that we're still working on. So we showed you it. You said, And we hope you're satisfied with it. And if you're not, well, you can't say we didn't try. Here she you is. Know, She's try. dead.
0: Wanda killed her in two seconds, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, w- it was so cool to see her. Like, I mean, honestly families never did anything like that I, right. I mean yeah he did but he had the infinity not, yeah but not
0: not that i mean like just the, the death of professor x was by far my favorite that she allowed professor x to think he was in her you know mind right kind of controlling her and she just basically laid a trap and snapped his neck
1: yeah. uh i, I mean it i was thought brutal. i thought she like like exploded his head like I need was to that what to it like- was watch that uh, scene again because like because like in that scene like she's got like the demon face and the demon mm-hmm. demon fingers and everything and it's like like it is straight up horror. Like I mean it, it is a legitimate jump scare. Uh and uh like I, I can't say enough about Elizabeth Olsen and Scarlet which as villain is something that I am like I I wish they had not killed her off. I wish she would I'm have stayed as a villain and just sort of like been lurking in the background or whatever. I, I mean I have a bad feeling they're going to try to
0: redeem her. like the next Oh, I did too. That's, and it, it, I'm with you. That's why I was saying earlier, I wish they would have kind of let her, you know, they could have stopped her from doing what she wanted to do, but still let her get away and still have that threat. Yeah. Uh, and I just feel like it would have been more kind of like an Empire Strikes Back where it's like, okay, we, you know, we saved the day. We, we got through this, but we know that you know is at great cost and that you know this unbelievable powerful being is out there and just who knows when she's coming back uh, let's get into some of the negatives uh you know the horror film which we talked about we loved but it was it was different i am getting a little concerned about marvel and this formula of especially the third act you can almost copy and paste It's going to end in a big giant CGI battle that the superheroes overcome. I mean, what, what, I was trying to think like, what was the last Marvel movie? That's not how it ended infinity war. And that's like the only exception, right?
1: Um, that was probably the last one. I I was gonna say for sure, winter soldier. I mean, like, like the street level ones, you know, I mean, Shang-Chi started out as street level and then became something else entirely. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, um, Yeah, there's no getting around that um, when you spend like hundreds of millions of dollars on a movie, which, you know, go to a lot of different things, not just special effects, you kind of feel like you need to give the audience their money's worth. And I mean, some of the CGI in this movie was weird. It like, was so so there, you can
0: say it it wasn't weird it was just wasn't great like it, it would go i mean some parts of it really were, cool were
1: spectacular to, though exactly. like when they went into paint dimension that was amazing that whole scene that also lasted incredible. two seconds yep. so that part so like that was the other thing it's like this was the multiverse the and demons, uh, in he the used boring us a boring that was pretty bad
0: it. right didn't you think that? that looked kind of low budget the, the, the when he had basically the demons as a cape uh, yeah for the final there, battle, there was
1: something there was something off, off about that same thing with the um I know they're not calling him Shuma Gorath but the guy that looked exactly like Shuma Gorath right. like, like the eye thing yeah. like there are there are parts where he looked great and there were other parts where I was just like this looks like it was done by a different company altogether so like it it, it kind of took you out of the movie a little bit and I know Sam Raimi is like a director that really likes practical effects but there's a limit to what you can do with practical effects. At some point you have to have the CGI and I get it. And I don't want to harp on a movie CGI too much because.
0: No, in I fairness, mean, that's a, a majority of these movies. So I think it's a very fair thing to harp on if it's a little off.
1: Yeah. I mean, it does take you out a little bit. I mean, like zombie strange worked because I think zombie strange was practical effects. Mostly yep. um, the stuff around him wasn't, but he, he himself looked like something out of a horror movie. So, uh, which is what Ramy's known for, so all right, next thing for
0: the some of the just issues I have with it. I am not sure how I feel about A. I guess it's now if you dream about a version of yourself, it's automatically yourself in another dimension uh i I'm not sure how I feel about that, and I also don't like just that you can die. Uh, you know, in another dimension, and it's gonna get really confusing because I think they're gonna use that a lot. I really do. I think there's gonna be like shocking deaths, and then we're either gonna find out, you know, after the fact or during the fact that oh, wait a minute, that's not you know our Captain America, that's not our Thor. Right, Uh, yeah, so basically with a crutch.
1: Yeah, so yeah, basically what you have here is essentially no stakes. That's that's the problem Marvel's looking at because um either the deaths have no meaning like everyone that Wanda killed or it's no problem. We can bring in That's a replacement who looks yes. and sounds just like the other one, but hasn't done the bad thing or didn't die in the thing. And uh, it's the same actor and Hey, we're you know good to go. And um, this is, the, this isn't really a Marvel problem. This is a, this is a comic book problem. And the problem with comic books, and I think I've said this, before or, or maybe not but like the problem with comic books is that ultimately they are stories and stories all stories have one thing in common they end beginning and middle
0: and end right it's why the batman trilogy to me is the nolan one is just about as good as right you. it's a, yeah it's movies, a it, beginning it's middle, a self-contained the story.
1: story with a, yep. like that starts and ends and there's and that's it i mean that's the whole story that's how stories are told Uh, What Marvel, what the comic books, Marvel, DC, like the big two, they've been telling stories for like 80 odd years now. And a lot of the main characters, you know, are still the main characters. And it's just like. And if they get right, uh, well, like
0: some bad, if they bring in a new comic, uh, you know, say Iron Man or Captain American and it doesn't go over well, they just bring back the old one, right? Like they just right, kind of reset. Yeah. And
1: yeah, that's that's exactly what happens. And, uh, I mean, it's not bad marketing, but it's hard not to be cynical about it. Um, so, and the MCU is kind of like facing that now where, um, you know, the, the big heroes are gone or leaving i really don't think that uh chris Hemsworth is coming back after love and thunder i think this is this is it for him although he could surprise me and just hang on forever i don't know but uh it, it i should have mentioned like...
0: him when i said the you know captain and tony because he, he's right there too i mean yeah, i mean yeah amazing.
1: he's he's not quite as emotionally like he's not like the standard archetype like you know you've got like the the upstanding boy scout and like the like you know like the more bad boy rebel. Like, you know, I mean, basically, you know, Cap and Cap and Tony were, you know, Clark and Bruce, essentially. And then this next level you've got Thor. And I don't know, he's kind of become like uh he's the funniest
0: uh hero, I I think you could argue in it. Like they they realized that and pivoted. Yeah. I mean uh, as soon as they figured out that he's
1: that he's better as a comedic hero, which a lot of classic Thor fans of the comic books there's a real backlash against Ragnarok. I think uh, it
0: makes sense that if you're that powerful, of course, you're going to kind of have this, you know, sarcastic, you know, goofy humor because, I mean, really when, I mean, he gets serious in my opinion when he needs to, uh, you know, case and point in end game, you know, he obviously basically is, feels responsible for it but right uh it's been great the uh real quick where are the other avengers in these movies this is something i don't understand and i keep having a problem is is you know this seems like a big deal they keep talking about how catastrophic it would be if she gets this and there's no mention of reaching out to any other avengers where the hell are they at
1: well let's well let's let's do a quick recap so uh tony is dead steve is Uh, dancing with Peggy
0: somewhere yeah yeah I mean
1: well he's like 103 years old at this point so he's not gonna be much help um see Hulk is uh I guess helping his cousin for the upcoming (laughs) She-Hulk TV show um um Spider-Man nobody knows who he is anymore um so is there an Avenger still I'm I'm not sure like like that was one of the things I thought Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier was gonna set up was like okay, so who's, who's head of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Who's, like, you know, who are the heroes now? And nobody's answered this question. And funny enough, um, I don't see any plans for a fifth Avengers movie anywhere. Like, not in this phase, not in the next phase. Like It, it kind of makes like sense, though, right?
0: Because they're, if they're going to have a new Avengers, they do need to build up those, you know, characters. And I just, like, the, the main one to me is Thor and Guardians. They've already had... The Avengers Battle, where they were involved, so like you would have to think they could at least get in contact with them uh, uh but you know, and a lot of it too, I keep forgetting is with uh you know uh Natasha being gone, she was kind of the you know the leader of the group for those five years that everybody was blipped, so maybe that plays it. one other thing, and then we'll we'll move on to uh or actually, I'm sorry, we've already talked about do people care about strange i i just I hope they have a different leader. I really hope that it is uh. You know, Falcon that is the next leader because Falcon,
1: yeah, I mean Falcon slash new Captain America. He he's definitely being he definitely was being positioned as the guy who could you know uh lead, but at the same time, I don't remember him actually beating anybody. Like he either so, the, or the reason he, why he should
0: be though right is because unlike these other guys, you know, it's kind of always a yin and yang between Cap and you know, Thor and Iron Man, who were the biggest bads, basically, because you, you couldn't control the Hulk. Uh, I, I kind of got that that was what they were setting up for Falcon. Is like, you don't have any superpowers. You know what I mean? Obviously, you have technology and stuff. It's just, he's got heart, I heart. Mean, and that's probably who does need to be leading a group of, you know, super beings.
1: Right. But, I mean, at this point, also, they, like, his suit actually is, can be pretty cool, because it's kind of like the best of both of Cap and Iron Man. You know, because it's got what kind of technology. The technology it's got the wings. And it, yeah. He can like hover and stuff. It's I all mean, over our
0: vibranium now, right? Like it wasn't that basically yeah. what yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean the part of the problem with uh Sam Wilson's cap is that the mask looks goofy on him. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a reason why Steve Rogers did not wear the mask nearly that much. I mean, because
0: well, why would you hide, Steve Rogers? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, Chris well, Evans. That's face. I mean, like,
1: actors want to want to show their face. Right. They want to like use their voices. They don't like this whole full mask business. I'm
0: sure your wife will tell you. My wife will. Chris Evans. He does not need to be covering up his face at any time. Uh, my no, wife thinks he's well, like, no, the I hottest mean, dude on the planet. No, he's. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: uh, I mean, his face is is his moneymaker. So, uh, like, there, there's a reason why you always see Spider-Man without his mask on, but still in full costume. It's exactly. Like actors don't want to be. With the exception of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, he seems to be pretty, pretty comfortable staying, staying underneath that mask. But uh- God
0: save Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the, uh, let's go real quickly. Favorite scene for me, I've already mentioned it, but it was Scarlet Witch just mowing down the Illuminati with just precision. And she even warns him. That, that was what I, you know, you were talking about how she was such a great villain. She was cold and calculated, but it proved that she was completely in control of her thoughts and and you know she's telling these people look i'm gonna give you a chance to give me what i want but if you don't you're all gonna die and within five minutes that's exactly what she did and i mean it just it was really like a oh shit pardon my french moment though that was the one part of this movie i could not believe because we hadn't seen anything like that where you just see six of you know really i mean the illuminati if you read the comics and stuff this is like sort of a super avengers you know that they're making decisions on a whole bigger level and she just ran through all of them uh i just thought that was incredible did you have a another scene or did you yeah i mean basically
1: when like it it wasn't i mean the the scene where she uh cuts down the illuminati was almost kind of satisfying um because i kind of felt like the illuminati were kind of jerks.
0: They were pretentious, you know, for right? sure. And the the they so, they I mean, got with them, like, we're but, smarter than you, screw you, Doctor Strange. Right, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, and, like, the way they killed their Doctor Strange was actually kind ooh, of graphic, too. Yes. He was, like, you know, disintegrated by by speech, by Black Bolt.
0: And it's really um, commendable of them, right, to make statues and prop up the lie, uh, you know, the propaganda.
1: Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's like, uh, what is it, like, Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah. Where, like, they, like, praised the legend of Harvey Dent, even though he had been... Not a good guy, or two face. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, no, my favorite scene, honestly, had to be when um, uh, she had first possessed, uh, first possessed the eight three eight. Somehow, she was way scarier when she was just in like, like that barefoot and blue jeans like yes. ensemble. Then she was in the in the actual Scarlet Witch getup because, uh, like, well, I mean, agree. like the blood or oil or, or whatever from the face—that certainly help but when she came through like the puddles or like the mirrors and like in that sort of exercise hand gestures uh, the way she was laying sort of thing yeah. with, like the almost neck look thing, like a carry
0: type thing from you know way throwback uh right? yeah i mean it's no that business. that was
1: straight up horror that was yeah. straight up horror that was like no marvel horror that was actual horror um but uh you know marvel likes to you know give you a taste of what it can do and then pull back to the familiar and so as soon as you start to get used to that Holy shit, this like this is like, you know, she is she is the monster in this movie. Uh then we get caught up in the superhero stuff again, which which is fine because it's ultimately a superhero movie. Right. But it, it really feels like they get to a point where they are testing out new ground, figure out they can do something with it, and then go back to what they know because that's the bread and butter.
0: Yep. No, I think that's a perfectly put uh of what we've seen in phase four because in all the shows you know like wandavision falcon all these shows it's exactly what you're talking about It's like they do something really cool and new but then they kind of backtrack just a little bit because they're like well we don't want to mess up people it's almost like they're saying okay let's see how much pushback we get for this or how much this is like and then maybe we'll go more into it and in something in the future mm-hmm. uh it, it is it's like having their cake and eating it too where they want to just you know, yeah. I wish they would lean more. And if you're going to take chances, take chances. Like to me, the best parts of the Phase Four so far have been stuff like Loki, Wandavision, that weren't even your traditional superhero stuff we've seen from Marvel, and was you know more just storytelling. uh Which I, I really think yeah. they'd be surprised. They don't need all these battles all the time. I think they'll be more earned to and. Uh, play bigger we don't have to go over who won the movie because we both agree it was scholar witch by a mile yep. sorry dr strange let's get into some questions after this movie and starting with obviously at the very end dr strange gets his third eye because he mm-hmm. messed with dark magic he you know uh what you call it took over a corpse of himself uh, right. what do you think this means like is he going to be uh battling I- his own inner demons because everybody's basically turned evil they said that you know gets
1: so I think by. what they're going to do is just sort of, so I'm hoping that this is just going to be like, he's going to be aware that he is not always right, that his recklessness comes with a cost and can hurt Those other consequences, people, yeah. and that uh, you know maybe this will be where he grows because um, I think the only way forward for Doctor Strange if we're going to keep having him in movies is that he cannot keep being this same guy who thinks he it's his way or the highway because We've had him in like at least four, well, five movies now, and outside of the f- beginnings of the first movie, he hasn't grown. And every other character, of like you know, Thor, Iron Man, Cap, Spider Man, even Hulk, all of them have shown growth except for Doctor Strange. So they have to, so they have to use it as a jumping off point. Maybe they needed something this sort of. External artificial, whatever, like a you know, being infected with the dark hold or the third eye thing.
0: Is it a leveling up thing for him though? Do you think in some ways?
1: Well, how much more powerful can he get? I, I mean, that's he, a good question. Because, like, I mean, he's 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 definitely not a street leveler. I mean, he's he's somebody who can legitimately tangle with could have tangled he held with his Wanda. own with Thanos, right? Like, I mean yeah, I mean I mean he he could actually withstand Scarlet Witch longer than the Illuminati could yeah I mean that might have been Scarlet Witch holding back but still like he's he's already up there so um that's kind of the problem with you know having these overpowered heroes in a shared universe where you have street levelers Captain and, like, a prime heroes example.
0: Too. like they made her too powerful in my opinion and it was sort of frustrating to me in end game that it's like okay so she comes in she takes everything out but then she struggles you know Getting the actual uh the um the stones
1: right well i mean it's it's the Superman problem where like um if you ever watched uh, uh Justice League Unlimited or like you know like the, the animated series, it's like you have this issue where like the most powerful hero has to be taken out of commission so the other heroes have something to do, yeah. otherwise they're redundant, and in which case you have to ask yourself, why are these overpowered heroes on the team yeah. like why not just have them do their own thing? And let the team be like this is why the X-Men, the classic in case X-Men, are, like, of glass, the best right? Team.
0: Right for emergencies when you need those kind of superheroes. Yeah, so exactly. That's basically it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like the best teams, I think, are the ones where everybody everybody's skill set or power set is of equal value in like, you know, in battle or like just like as a group. But when you have like, you know, planet splitter next to, you know, urban crime fighter, um, you know, then you have to really level up the 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 crime fighter and dumb down the planet splitter otherwise what are they doing together so we
0: both think that wanda scarlet witch will be back in some form we're just not sure if it's going to actually be that you know yes oh for scarlet sure witch yeah
1: wanda wanda's coming back i just don't know if it's that wanda i think uh, it might be a more innocent wanda from 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 a different universe all
0: right we got two where was because you brought up one and i've got one too yours and i thought it was a great point white vision was supposedly given for all intents and purposes all of visions, history, memories, etc. Mm-hmm. Is it really, can we really believe that he would not be involved if he knows the woman that he loves is turning evil and doing all this to get to their children? Like, where was he? I, I just thought they really missed the boat. That was a great point by you.
1: Like, he couldn't even have a cameo? I mean, like he was only mentioned, I think twice in the movie and it was in passing and it, and it was to his old self, not the uh, new self that's running around. And the only, the only thing I can think of is that you know they must be saving him but even if you were saving him for like another big event movie or like or like I guess um I guess Agatha the to the, your point the villain to probably in, uh, redeem
0: Scarlet right or Wan- I said to your point earlier unfortunately probably to redeem Scarlet Witch somewhere else down yeah below. I mean
1: so like I mean like uh Agatha the, the villain of WandaVision is getting her own show I can't imagine that Scarlet Witch won't or I mean sorry Wanda won't some wanda won't show up in that so probably Vision will show up there. But then again, it's the movies. Why would you not use what you have like all the toys in your you know in your toy chest? when it's like a you know a, a big budget movie, you want to make it as big as possible. Um, so yeah, I mean, the fact that that was never remotely a, a factor is just kind of baffling. Um and like another thing that sort of takes away from the movies, like if you have watched WandaVision, that was something that you were and obviously you needed to, right? To be we effective. talked
0: about you needed to see all that in order to understand all this movie, the motives, you know, what she was doing, etc. So it was weird to leave out a very big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, where is Kang? That's the thing I gotta know. So, from what we learned in Loki, he's out there, right? He understands about the multiverse, he can kind mm-hmm. of basically go and, and be wherever. I just can't believe with all this craziness going on that he would not come up at, at some way or point? Like, even if it was just mentioning him, wouldn't have that made sense? Or are they just saving him for the next big battle season two of Loki? Like, what, what do you think it is?
1: I, th- I think, and I think this might've been one of the points we're going to get to later. I think what we have here is that Marvel isn't sure what the best way to go is. I mean, it, it's not a bad problem to have because clearly whatever way they go, people will follow people will watch they'll pay money so it's not like they're screwing up it's just you know once you've been to the mountaintop um there's kind of no place to go but down like it's hard to get bigger than thanos scarlet which could have been bigger than thanos but she was disposed of in 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 one movie whereas thanos got to like lurk in the background for like you know three phases so now it's like is it is it you know Jonathan Majors
0: is the one person I think with the performance that he had and basically what an episode, (laughs) I have faith in that that guy uh, is going to be incredible, especially with what I've read about Kang. I'm not a big comic book guy, but it's really just more disappointing, you know, disappointment was why I was saying that because he was so amazing. And I'm just ready for this guy to show up because if you remember Thanos, if he is the next big bad, Thanos kept kind of showing up in these little vignettes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's a movie previewing it. And I'd like to see that with King because we're yeah. now what six movies, seven, five, six movies into phase four. And he's been on a TV show and that's it
1: uh... he's been on one episode of one TV show and he hasn't been mentioned anywhere else. And the other thing is, is that, like, you've got the Celestials. I mean, are they supposed to be one of the big beds? Right. And then, you know, the Skrulls are around, imprisoning everybody's Secret Wars or whatever. And then it's just, like, when they say Secret Wars, do they mean they're going to do the whole, like, are they going to bring in, like, the Beyonder? Which, I mean, that's, like, that's, like, the biggest, uh, that's literally the biggest big bad you could ever come up with. Or, like, Galactus and the and the Fantastic Four. Like, you know, I mean, Galactus kind of seems kind of tame now because you've introduced the Infinity Gauntlet before you got to Galactus, right, so yeah. now it's like you are kind of you know taking his job, because um, a guy that eats planets is kind of small potatoes to somebody who murders half the universe, or you know somebody who can uh, conquer the multiverse. I mean, you know this is this is what happens when <laughs> your uh, corporate entities don't own all their stuff at at the same time, and you you know you wind up with this weird situation where um uh what's what's supposed to be awe-inspiring has already been outdone by something that came a lot later
0: the uh a point you made up to the the question it 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 appears and i wish they would just come out and say something if this is in fact their plan but it's it's looking more and more likely that disney plus shows are now basically a prerequisite Marvel movies and it it makes sense because I mean, really, it's like what I told people you could have enjoyed Infinity War and Endgame without seeing every single Marvel movie uh, that came before it. But I really do believe to completely understand, enjoy, get all the you know jokes, uh, partnerships, everything in them, you did need to see all the Marvel movies. So it's not that surprising, but that is a lot. I mean, I think you, you you compared it almost to homework at some point because I mean, that's a mm-hmm. lot of viewing there's a big difference yeah. i mean those 10 shows or episodes or each show is a three-hour movie and that's if they're just 30 minutes so a lot of these are 45 minute episodes
1: yeah and also then then you have to factor in that they're not always i mean they're not using the same writers for each thing so it's like a lot of these in jokes that happen in like say the disney plus show they're not going to translate over to, to the movies unless like the writers from both shows are talking to each other and say, hey, better put this in. Don't forget that. And they're not necessarily doing that because each thing is trying to, you know, again, like have their cake and eat it too. They want to be their own thing, but they want to be connected. And it's hard to strike that balance. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, that's kind of why like I tapped out of Hawkeye because, well, again, I... I've never liked that character or the actor. So, yeah. I, so for me, it was an, but I, I hear it's great. He never misses
0: and, Justin. Did, did you not get that? Like he never misses.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I watched three seasons of arrow on the CW and I've kind of had my fill of archers. So. We'll um, uh, watch but, Robin
0: hood, right. If we want to see. arching. Two quick questions and then we'll get out of here. Uh, RC brought up in my opinion, a great point. And we've kind of touched on a little bit, but. I am starting to worry a little bit that Marvel's big problem moving forward is just the story's over in so many ways. Uh, Endgame was, I mean, honestly, I think when you look at, you know, Iron Man 1 to Endgame, it's going to go down, I think, in 30, 40 years as one of the greatest accomplishments in the history of film and TV because for them to tie together what was like 1920 movies, have the, I mean, like, you know, the I mean, in-game, I tell people I laughed, I cried, I cheered, which I hate people that stand up and clap and stuff during movies. And I was that guy. Like, it was just,
1: I mean, you got goosebumps for part of it. It was great. I mean, I love watching those reaction videos exactly. from the theater. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just like, yeah, I can, see, like, I mean. But where, you know, how do you
0: top that, right? Like, is it? it it's, it's what they always say. When you're at the mountaintop, there's nowhere to go but down. That's just, I mean, you can try to maintain that level as long as possible, but eventually... The issue is going to be you're going down. You've lost some of your biggest stars, which they needed to. That was part of what made Endgame so great was they had the, the great art for Tony and Cap and all those. But, you know, it's just it's, – it's going to get difficult. And they've gotten a lot of, uh, I guess you say, rope and goodwill, and they've earned it uh, from people. But I am getting nervous because, you know, Phase 4 – has had some, you know, kind of to your point about them trying out new stuff. It's had some really high points, but it's also had some parts that I've just been like, I have no interest in this whatsoever.
1: Well, also, I think there there is no, there is no through line for Phase Four. It's sort of like let's see what, <laughs> let's see what works and what doesn't work. I honestly think, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I think that after Endgame, this the play. I mean, and Spider Man kind of. Throws a wrench in this because he was kind of like dead. his story was dead set in the middle, of, like when Endgame was so happening. Weird, yep. But I think the move, looking back on it, the move after Endgame should have been kind of like starting over with like the smaller heroes and then just building up. And then like, yeah, you know what? Maybe start start with Disney Plus, but you know, start with um, I can't even think of like like you know like reboot Daredevil or somebody. Like you know just just start just start small, start local no special, like, you know, smaller special effects and just use the heroes that you haven't used yet, but you don't have to bring in, like, the next big bad right away because, like, you brought in Kang and it's, what, six months, no, it's almost a year later or almost a year later and we suddenly, we don't know what you're going to do with them. You brought in the Celestials. We don't know what you're going to do with them. I mean, you had they teased Adam,
0: right? We hope he's going to be the next Guardians, but we don't know that, you know what I mean? It's just like
1: yeah I mean, there's there's no sense of where it's going, which is kind of exciting, but at the same time, I kind of worry that they're chasing that end game high, yep. and you cannot duplicate that 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 was the result of ten years ten like that was a decade long payoff. and you can't just get like no home kind of cheated and like you know <laughs> found another way to get a nostalgia payoff that Bye. like went back twenty years. But, uh, so, you know, kudos for them for finding it, for somehow, you know, doing that. But um, I think I think you're out of tricks now. I, yep. I, I think now everything has to be earned. And, and let's get like, back to
0: storytelling, right? Which they did a good job of. Like, they did a really good job. And I do worry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want really to make it sound like we're being negative, overly no, negative yeah. about
1: the movie. It, I mean, it was a good movie. I recommend that people should see it. It's just... If you haven't seen certain things prior to, you're going to be confused as to why any of this matters.
0: Yeah, it was a very confusing movie. I saw everything and there were still parts that I had to either Google or, you know, I'm ready to go see it again to see if I understand more because it just, there was a lot. Uh, One last (laughs) thing before we get out of here. What would you like to to see from Marvel next? Like, I mean, I know we have the projects that are coming out, but what what would you like to see?
1: Um, hmm. so... Okay, so I would like to see, uh, I would like to see uh, S- Spider-Man. Like, okay, Miles Morales is probably number one. Like live-action Miles Morales. Um, I've heard amazing things about uh, the Immortal Hulk, the the storyline that just wrapped up in the, in the uh, comic books. Uh, I don't know if you could use Mark Ruffalo for that particular version of Banner, but uh, if he's up for it, or if somebody else wants to take a crack, I mean the hulk movies have got to be resolved because it's kind of weird that this guy got one movie and nothing else and he's uh, and like the second most popular like character. right
0: that's something i've heard comic book fans have been furious about it's like this is a freaking hulk and you know he's got his ass beat several times in these
1: things well I mean, yeah i mean he he became a jobber it, isn't that a wrestling term yeah So oh, yeah perfect so yeah i mean and like you know if, if you're a fan of that character you want to see him get his due and the mcu by and large has not really done right by the Hulk, so I'd like to see him done right somehow. And what sucks is like Ragnarok makes it so that you really can't do planet, um, you know, planet Planet Hulk anymore because they basically just you know took large parts of that storyline and just put it in that movie. So Miles Morales, Sp- Spider-Man, Immortal Hulk. Um, I do want to see Craven, Craven, The Last Hunter, um, and, and Spider-Man. Uh, you know, that was a that was a really good graphic novel that came out like i think back in the 80s or 90s it was uh, i'd love to see them try to adapt that um i guess the x-men but i'm really worried about the x-men because they could really fuck that up
0: you really think that see i i have more trust in them than i ever did in sony and i just i mean it's gonna be cool as long as they don't i mean you're right they could screw it up but i am really looking forward to the first x-men marvel you know, civil war type movie where where they they find something to disagree on. Hopefully, it's not like Superman and Batman and Dawn of Justice. It's you know not their mother's uh, right. yeah. name or whatever. But you know they legit go at it because I think I I really do trust in Kevin Kevin Feige would
1: would. Oh the- no, I mean yeah. If it if, if there's anyone that has earned like basically carte blanche to like just do whatever. He and their casting's been franchise. so good,
0: too, right? That Like, I trust them, to, even though they're... I mean, really, I don't think the new X-Men in the last decade get enough credit of how well they cast those characters. I mean, those are all now stars now.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean...
0: I think they can do it.
1: I mean, I think what's going to happen with Marvel is that you're going to see the event... I I actually don't think you're going to see another Avengers movie. I think you'll see, like, young... event. You'll see variants, like Young Avengers, Pet Avengers avengers west coast but you're not going to see that that coming together of like the big heroes because i think they're going to try to bring the x-men and the fantastic four back to prominence and you can't have like three i mean maybe you can have three but uh a lot of balls yeah at the same time and it's like it only works when there's one like fox's x-men were dominant for like 10-15 whatever 10-15 years and then the Avengers were dominant for, 10, for you know, 10 years plus so maybe the Fantastic Four will do it, maybe fourth time's the charm but um, or maybe the X-Men can really I mean I'm going to love to see how they explain why, the, why mutants are hated while superheroes are loved when they're essentially the same thing as far as the public goes so I mean if you can figure out a way to do that then my hat's off to you
0: well, Justin, I think we've reached the end of the podcast. Uh yeah. thoroughly enjoyed talking to you about Likewise. this movie. I'm ready to see it again. Uh I'm glad because you said you've already seen it twice, right? Uh
1: I've I've seen it I've seen it once. I just wrote down my feelings as soon as I saw it. And He's a uh, smart man. Like that, it, that's, it that's what happens head. to me is
0: a day later, I'm like, wait a minute, what did I think after this? Uh but I am really it is it's one of those movies, just like with the Spider-Man, which actually as much as I loved it, I, actually seeing it a second time made me feel better about the movie because i was worried the first time it was all nostalgia and i actually thought it was a good movie i i, I really did enjoy it uh i hope it's the same you know deal with this one and I, I think with all movies that's really when you know how you feel about a movie is once you watch it two three four times uh mm-hmm. you know quickly you can either get sick of it which usually shows you're not that big into it and otherwise but uh you got anything you want to plug before we get out of here
1: uh go pistons <laughs> I'll
0: go pistons all right so see I'm, I'm an Atlanta fan so i feel for you I like that uh y'all got screwed last or last week in the draft though right we got the number five pick in a four-star draft yeah now well, the good news is the Kings are in front of you they'll screw it up somehow so uh frost. There you There crossed go. okay cutting in is really good too but uh I do again just want to remind everyone this will be on the IB sports podcast network be sure to join the group Um, uh, listen for other podcasts on there. You got a minute fam, uh, the MLB show, et cetera, uh, for Keith Lemming, Justin Purikow, we have just finished recapping Dr. Strange in the multitude uh, or multitude of madness. Uh, we will see you soon. All right. Peace.